discusses storytelling from all angles to help you and us answer the call when the muse screams, tell the damn story. We'll be exploring the challenges of being creative in fiction, illustration, comics, film, and nonfiction. Hello, Alex Simmons! Simmons, 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 Simmons. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Tell the Damn Story. Here we are, doing it again, baby. I gotta tell you, I I have missed that. I have missed that, that, that outrageous, you know, shock fest of... Chris Ryan, it comes at me, you know, like like that first sip of really strong coffee in the morning. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah, that was a request, please. Yeah, that was. Uh, I actually begged him to do that, you know. Cause yeah, it was, we're kind of developing a greatest hits of former <laughs> incarnations or iterations of this show. Yeah. Um, the opening is from uh, uh, the way we used to do things and uh, the hello, there yep. you go. Yeah. So, um so hello, how are you? What's going on with the the legendary? Well, you the know, breathtaking, it, 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 the awe inspiring. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Yeah, this this is because folks, he's got so much time on his hands now. Now that he's he's a retired teacher and a full time writer pursuing his dream, he has time to just ponder the eloquence of himself. Oh, yeah, you know what? I am still a teacher. I am trying my best to teach myself to stay at the damn writing table and keep going. That's, I hear you. That's a lesson to learn, brother. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's, it's the last two months of the year. Uh, yeah. It's November, and December's coming right up on, on, on the heels of that. And so we've got the holidays, and we've got people looking at, and you know, for me anyway, um, uh, you know, I, I teach uh, screenwriting at the New York Film Academy, so they're, they're, a lot of my students are prepping for uh, their final projects just before the end of the year. Uh, lots of stories there, but we won't go into most of them today. <laughs> and uh, I'm also um, wrestling my own particular beastie, writing beastie, that has been smacking me around. I feel sort of like, um, uh, I don't know, maybe sort of like, <laughs> like Bucky Barnes trying to take on Thanos. But I'm getting in a couple of shots here and there, so I'm hoping that's going to, you know, take care of itself. A few more days and I'll be good. And then, um, well, you know what? I think what I'm going to do is let that segue into what what are you up to? Because what I was going to say next actually ties into what we're going to talk about today. So what are you you up to? You know, once uh, today is daylight savings time. We're recording this on Sunday, and uh, everyone said their clocks back last night or early this morning, saying, "What time is it actually?" Yeah. Um, so you know, we're getting more darkness, and then always that always feels like the signal. You know, wrap it up. Twenty twenty one. What are you trying go. to say? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Let's, <laughs> let's wrap it up, baby. And. Um, there's a couple of things that I want to accomplish before New Year's Eve, you know, mm. not to rush the calendar. But, you know, one is um, I am I'm getting better um, and worse at writing oh, uh, since retirement. What I mean is I'm getting uh, more disciplined uh, sitting down and uh, putting a uh, couple of hours in. Mm-hmm. Running out, grabbing a sandwich, you know, walking the dog, coming back, getting another session in, you know. Um, 
Hooray for that part. Yes. Rewrites. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely finding myself saying, oh, let me rework that. How can I do? And then if you, if you rewrite forever, you're in a particular purgatory yeah. of never getting finished, right? So I want, there's two or three things that I want to finish, uh, and out, out the door it goes, you know, um, some because it demanded that kind of, um, rewriting. I just sent a story out as an anthology for inspired by one hit wonders. Okay. I'm, I'm, one of the things I'm doing is looking at what the open calls are and trying to target at least one a month, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that one caught my fancy. And, and you mentioned the open call thing last, last yes. episode. So this right. is kind yeah. of a build on right. that. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's a good exercise. It's also, it's, it's a good exercise in writing and in, in pushing your, your mind to fulfill someone else's request. And all right. So what would your imagination do with it? Great exercise deadline, great exercise. Mm-hmm. And the, the physical sending of out, you know, sending it out. Yes. Uh, another thing that you need to be good at. Letting it go. Yes, get right. it out there and let yeah. it go. And also getting to the next thing. Because mm-hmm. some of these stories you can tool and resend. I've sent resent a couple ones that people passed on and um, then moved on, you know. Um, by the way, I, I need to make a correction from last week. I said that I passed on the Pink Floyd story. No, no. Uh, I was passed on. It was another story that I passed and said, no, I don't want to be with your company. Ah. Pink Floyd, um, I would have happily been there, but they, they went another way. Oh, yeah. And that happens all the time. You have to be able to bounce back. And I was able to send that out again, and we'll see what happens. But um, the one-hit wonder, I decided to do um, Dr. John, um, right right place, wrong, uh, right time, wrong place. Right. I was in the... I was in the right place, but my the right the place time. was the wrong time. Right, right place, yeah. Wrong time. Um, I'm in the right place. I was in the wrong yeah. time. Okay, yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a moment. And I was thinking, well, how would I handle that? And Doctor John is that's okay. It's beautiful. Doctor John is was such a character and such you know uh, one of my favorite personalities in pop in pop culture. And in the early days, he used to walk around with a, a big stick, like a spirit stick, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I probably had a different name. By the, by the way, folks, uh, for so those suddenly, of you who have no idea who Dr. John is, he was a recording artist, okay? Right. In know, the 70s. I, right. A, a songster. I, I'm not necessarily saying uh, singer. A songster, yes, yes. Based in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, great piano player. Definitely a kind of this kind of singing style, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he, he was known to be able to put some Cajun flavor, some New Orleans uh, jazz flavor, and rock pop all together. And that's always what he was known. Yeah. Uh, but he also, um, he kind of curated this personality. Uh, Dr. John, the night tripper, you yeah. know, and all this different stuff. And as, as he got bigger, a lot of that stuff fell away, and it was just his fingers and all that stuff. But he's a character. And I, I, I had a hard time separating the song from that personality. So I wound up doing an homage to Dr. John, mm. the Reverend Dr. Lucian Thibodeau. And a Cajun, yeah, <laughs> Cajun minister. And I wound up, he wound up hooking up with the Hellhounds, which is another 
the character characters from yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it came, the story told itself except for the action ending fairly quickly. And in editing, I realized that it was all in one room. You know, once the characters started talking, it was this unraveling. I told, told the story, got in the story as late as I could. And it was, and I said, okay, you can't tell the whole story from one room. So I had to break it up and, and, you know, add Mm -hmm. some stuff. And that's part of your editing process and answering these opening calls or open calls. It forces you to practice those things and forces you to be aware of when you run in and when you're, uh, uh, conscious of scene work and all that sort of stuff. At, at so the same time, though, I just want to point out that you had to write it first. You had to get it out of your head. Yeah, first so draft, just let yeah, it go. Right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As we've said in I don't know how many episodes, countless times, countless let it suck. Times. Yeah. And then I had to go back and make it suck less, um, which I think is a golden rule. But um, so eventually got it. But you know, my initial goal with these is to get them out and out to the uh, editors calling for them early. Mm-hmm. But this one, because I had to make a, uh, you know, what was, you know, a Godot play into a, a short story, you know, um, I wound up sending it out the last day and I hate that that happens, but oh. okay. So now that's the goal. The next goal is to get on this, the, the story you choose to do quickly. And, you know, again, the the process has to be, you know, uh, worked on so it's more efficient, you know. Okay. And, and funny, um, you should you said goal, and I just right. want to bring us around too. That's part of what we're going to be talking about right. today. Or we are talking because about yeah, yeah, because we're in November now, and yeah, you know, a lot a lot of times uh, publishing companies aren't really. I mean, except for the open calls, uh, they aren't really looking to take on new contracts or new authors at the end of the year, they're wrapping up their own stuff and setting up for the next year that, you know, uh, I talked to you about doing an episode where we talk about, all right, how do you use this time, the end of the year time? And Mm -hmm. we're suggesting that you should look at using November and December to prep your stuff, prep your plan, but also prep whatever stories you have, for 2022, you know, and, and use this time to get your house in order to hit 2022 running, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, or at least jogging. That's right. Yeah. So what we want to talk about that today yes? Yes. We, we definitely want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> it's also, you know, I mean, again, because it's the end of the year and as you said, publishers are not necessarily, you know, of uh, ravaging uh, writers at this point. They're, give me, give me, give me all you got. Um, I think it's a good time, and as you said, it's a good time for us to look at what have we accomplished this year. You know, we'll whether that it, too. Yeah, yeah, whether whether we've been published or not, what have we accomplished? What did we work on? What did we complete at least a rough draft mm-hmm. of? What did we complete totally and do some rewrites? And you know, what did we send out? really taking a tally of what you've accomplished. Because I know for, you know, not just for creatives, but since creatives are so, you know, we play in our heads so much, sometimes we forget, and I'm, I'm absolutely uh, um, uh, a person who does this, 
we forget what we've done because we're so focused on trying to do the next thing or getting to right. the next thing. Right. And when you're, you know, in those moments when maybe, you know, you haven't sold such and such or you've gotten some uh, passes on work you've sent out and you're feeling a little low, you start feeling like, oh, man, I, you know, I, I haven't done this. I can't do this. Right. Nothing's ever going to work. And it's really advantageous and it's also rejuvenating and affirming to really do a tally of what have you accomplished. And that right. can be, that can be, yes, something sold, which is, you know, a nice thing. That's great. Or something's going to be published. That's a great thing. But even being able to say that idea that's been stuck in my head for, for months or, or years or whatever, I started it. I started working on it. I got it going. I, I, you know, I, I, I plotted it out or I did an outline or I've, I've got some chapters down. You know, that's an accomplishment. That's moving forward. Um, and again, uh, I have some of my students who <laughs> it's funny because I remember doing this when I was you know, in that age range myself. But, you know, you start something and you get stuck and you think, oh, well, it's probably because it was a lousy idea. and I'll go for this new idea. And then you start that and then you get stuck. And then you're going to put that aside. And it's, it's really about, yeah, you're going to have lots of ideas. That's great. Jot them down. But reality is if you don't begin and finish something, right. you, haven't, you haven't taken that long walk. You haven't stretched. You haven't grown enough to be better, to learn from and get better at what you're trying to pursue. So I think, mm -hmm. again, one of the things we should be doing, you know, all of you guys out there should be doing uh, is looking at what have you accomplished this year, you know, right. and, and don't even look at it as like whether or not you finish, finished, but what have you accomplished? Make a list of that and, and, and really, you know, give yourself a break that, right. yes, I took these steps forward. And I think that's well, very I, important. I agree with you. And I think that the exercise of, um, you know, taking a tally or, you know, an accounting of, well, what did I do this year? You know, mm -hmm. even if you're just making a list, checking your uh, players, here's, you know, first draft, uh, finished the second draft, sent out, rejected, even that. Mm -hmm. If you go from January through November, you're going to see how much you actually did. Um, is some of some people keep a word count uh, uh, tally of how many you know how many words they wrote this day or that day. I know a guy who posted on Instagram, mm. you know, and he's always kind of like, oh, you know, five hundred and seventeen. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, but if you if he were to go back from January and just get a calculator or put it the calculator app on his phone and just add all those numbers up for the mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I tell you, he's going to be telling himself a whole different story, <laughs> you know? Right. So, you know, that might be something, you know, I make a list of the stuff that I've sent out mm -hmm. and, um, I looked <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't, I forgot of all that stuff, you know? So, you know, there it goes. And to finish this point, we have to go to a recent guest of ours, Teal James Glenn. Yes. yes, now, yes, yes. one of the things that Teal said to us during the interview was, you know, I, it doesn't seem I can sell any of the stuff I wrote this year. Remember when he said that? Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. In the last five weeks, he has sold, signed contracts for eight of those books. <laughs> eight. No, I've never heard of anyone, anyone in my whole life who did that in, in five weeks. But, you know, he's, a, he's just a living lesson that you keep going. Mm-hmm. You keep going, you know, and, and he was kidding around and saying, you know, uh, every anthology I ever submitted to, it was rejected. And then it wound up going into another anthology. Yeah, that's part of the that's just part of the process. You know, these eight books. Imagine writing eight books and finding no home for them. Right. And then continuing to submit them. To yeah. Do, yeah. Right. So many of us would just be like, oh, I suck. Here's yeah. the proof. And they would stop. And now, when you feel like that, you have to say, what would, what would T.L. James Glenn do? Right. <laughs> and T.J.G., what because, would he do? What would he say? That's right. T.J.G., what would yeah. he do? You have to do the T.J.G. method. Yeah. But it is valid to look at that and saying, okay, you know, it, it, if you give up, if you stop, if you don't send anything out, the world will continue. Mm-hmm. Right? So the world is not against you. These editors are too tired to take <laughs> it personally. They're not, and they're not rejecting you personally. I spoke with um, an editor for um, Bold Adventures, uh, Bold Adventures uh, books, and she was saying, you know, She's got 45 books on her emails or whatever, wherever it is right now. She says, how can you read 45 books cover to cover? There has to be a time. Yet yet you're forced to say this one's not for us at a certain point in the book, Mm -hmm. you know, and it might be deeper in the book. Some she knows, you know, in Manhattan, sometimes they know it in the first sentence, you know, uh, some of those. And that's cutthroat. God bless them. You know, and that might be the first sentence of a pitch letter, but you know, that's, that's, that's it, yeah. the animal kingdom you're living in, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a place, you know, and if, if, you know, if you feel a strong need to rewrite or, or to, um, or to abandon, you should really have a couple of questions that you ask yourself and this time of year might be a good, you know, Oh, this, this book sucks. Yeah. All right. Write 10 reasons why. And it's not because I hate it. That's not. Yeah. A no, reason. That, yeah, that's not that's a reason. an opinion. Yes. And, it has and it's to not be a concrete reason. It's not you know? useful for you to, to function off of just the, an emotional reaction <laughs> to a thing. Right. If you are trying to become a professional or participant in the professional league, of writing or performing whatever you need to understand why something doesn't work for you right so that you can adjust it fix it cut it out not do it again exactly whatever and yeah and that's what the list of 10 can do for you if you spend this time you got a project that i'm really frustrated about and you write 10 things that you are sure are not working and you can prove are not working i'm sorry i keep hitting my own table Um, I do. I'm trying to, I got my hands all the way back here, but, um, because there might be hints in the, in, in in our video of things to come. Who knows? Um, 
But if you were to be able to make a list and say, well, you know, I don't understand why this character would do something. Write that down. Okay. Or um, this plot point doesn't work because it comes out of nowhere. Okay. Put that down. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. But when you finish that 10, that's your, that's your checklist for the rewrite. And now you have conscious plan on how you're going to rewrite and how you're going to make that suck less. And you know, Right, right. Right. That's 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 really what we do, right? And and that takes us into this, you know, setting up writing goals about writing and editing and so forth. Um, in in evaluating, like again, you've done your list of what did I do this year, you know, not you, emotionally, and, and right, you've looked at at all of that. Maybe you're you're actually working on a project now, you know, and and you you you're you're at a certain point wherever that is in it. You can now say to yourself, okay, I, I've done my checklist. I've even gone over this project that I'm working on now, and I've looked at what's working and, and not working for me. And with this, maybe again with the 10, uh, 10 count. And so now you plan, what do I do going forward? How do mm-hmm. I affect these things? With some hints of what needs the work, okay, then you can plan out how you're going to address or attack those things. Uh, one of the things that some of my students wrestle with is time management. You know, they've got lives going on around their writing efforts, uh, both in terms of things they're learning for school and also in terms of personal life things. Right. So again, I always say, you know, with all the crazies and the fact that you're still breaking into this and getting used to this, if you mm-hmm. give yourself 30, 30 to 60 minutes a day, just, mm-hmm. you know, a half hour to an hour per day of writing time, you mm-hmm. will keep right. moving forward. So you can certainly allocate whether it's getting up or like, like a certain friend of mine did for 30 years, getting up at four o'clock in the morning to get well, in some writing time, you know, before the, but, well, yeah. definitely 26 years. Yeah. Because once the kids were up, mm, that was it, bro. <laughs> yeah. But he would, you know, this, this person, hint, 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 would get up, you know, very early in the morning, a couple of hours early in the morning and get in his writing time before the rest of the day came at him. Right. So even if, if it's a matter of getting up a little bit earlier, staying up a little later at night, uh, coffee right. break, lunch break, travel time, you know, if you're traveling on a subway or commuting in some way, shape, or form, and you give yourself a half hour to an hour, just a dedicated half hour to an hour, know that within that time, okay, i got to work on some dialogue. Uh, this dialogue's not working well. Let me play with that. And again, here's something I'll say just as an aside to that. Sometimes when you're doing things that have nothing to do with writing, mm-hmm. the inspiration hits you. Yes. You're taking a shower and suddenly the dialogue starts coming to you in your head right. and you're going, well, I got to carve it into the soap or something like that. So, you know, be prepared to, you know, have, have writing implements or, you know, if, right. I don't want you with soaking wet to touch anything electrical, but, but, you know, have something nearby that if you do suddenly get an inspiration that you can record right. it or jot right. it down, so that you I, have it to relate to or rely on or go back to later. Yes, Chris. I will, I will confess. Yes. So one of the ways is, you know, you know I always talked about index cards, but index oh, yeah, cards yeah, don't. Yeah. And I have a don't, student, I have a student who is definitely all into that. All into that. Cool. Yes. Yes. That's cool. But index cards don't work in the shower. So <laughs> in, in our bathroom, there happens to be hand towels within reach. Right. Yeah. So I have had. My phone on the, in the, especially in, uh, when it's warm enough to have the window open. Yeah. So it's 
in the, you know, by the, uh, like the outside of the window. So it's yeah. not going to fall into it. And I've dried my hand on a, uh, hand towel mm-hmm. and turned on the microphone or the dictation mm-hmm. and shouted the idea into the phone right? or dialogue. Right. And you, yep. and you just, if you, you got to get it in quick enough before it turns off and hope that it's somewhat coherent when it translates into the, uh, the, the writing. But I have definitely had my wife uh, say to me, who are you arguing with in there? <laughs> And I would say, well, Mallory and Gunner, because she's used to it. So, yeah. you know, you would just. Yeah, but together. your neighbors going by your house or going past yeah. that window. <laughs> I used to, I used to have a, uh, uh, a neighbor who never came out. Now I have new neighbors on the bathroom side of the house that are always, the one guy's out there doing the yard all the time. I have no idea what he must think is going on, you know, uh, because. He has said hello less and less to me as, you know, <laughs> some of the ideas have come to me in the shower. Yeah. So it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, but again, but- refocusing, yes. Keeping, you know, being able to jot down at the drop of a hat ideas yeah. as they come to you and setting specific times that you will allow yourself to do nothing but write. I, I want to address that last sentence. Um, a lot of people will say, well, I just can't find the time to write. All right, I'm going to propose this. Well, I'm going to propose this. Um, You know, again, for the November, December wrap up, right? We're thinking Mm -hmm. about preparing for uh, 2022. All right, so take a week and don't write. Just bring, whether it's index cards or the little pad on your phone or, um, you know, a a Google Doc, whatever you work on that, that you can take everywhere. And... Every time you find yourself not doing anything, write it down. Like maybe you take the train to work or the bus to work. Okay, I got on the bus at, you know, 7.15. And then make note of it when you get off the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you go on the bus into the city or something like that, you know, 40 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything, but... On the way back, the next, you got another 40 minutes. And so it goes, you know. Um, I used to teach um, high school. And I stopped going to the teacher's room for lunch. Because then you start having fun. (laughs) (laughs) But if no one's in your classroom, you know, you've got some wipes and stuff, you know, you can get in a couple of notes, a couple of ideas, even if you jot them down in the time that you see it's taking you to eat a sandwich or whatever the hell you have for mm-hmm. lunch. So mm-hmm. you can max that time, you know, um, maybe you don't fall asleep at the same time. Everybody else does turn the TV off. One show less is not going to kill you, you know, <laughs> right. Well, I don't I know found- who's on the show. No, right. <laughs> Yeah, I found how I could um, dictate in the phone as I'm walking. So I get about 2,000 words during my walk. You know, that's only because I speak very clearly and try to avoid Bronx accents or else you get really interesting translations. (laughs) Interpretations too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had some um, 
some French word or something that, uh, oh, mon cher, yeah. mon cher, right? And when I was dictating it, it came out, no shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't be calling no people no shit yeah. all, all through a short story. So, um, you know, some of that is fairly interesting. But you get the raw material down and your time is efficient. You feel better about it. So if it takes a week to note your patterns, you will find there's time. Then you say, okay, of that time, I'm going to dedicate this one and this one. That's where I'm going to do some writing. And then fine. Don't worry about it if it's 10 or 15 minutes. If it's 10 or 15 minutes every day, that's how people write novels. That's how, you know, I mean, at least it's 10 or 15 minutes rather than zero no minutes. Yes. And, and again, it's a cumulative and it's a process. I, I, I often say to my students, it's a process. And I don't like using the word process and creativity in the same sentence, but it is. We, we create in steps, in yes. degrees, in, 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 you know, yes. and, and increments. And yes. so 15 minutes of working on some dialogue or straightening out a plot problem or, or, or knocking out an outline uh, fact, you know, in terms of a, a, an overall story that you want to work on. That's legitimate. That's, you, you do 15 right. minutes a day. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, five days go by. Do the math. So right. Chuck it, Dixon used to say that. Yeah. It's like, if you're, if you're thinking about a story while you're mowing the lawn, that's writing. Yeah. You know, yep. if you're like, ah, how the hell am I going to get out of that situation? And you're still, <laughs> yep. you're still writing. You just, yeah. Yep. So that's right. Absolutely. Just, you know, make sure you note, you make notes like, 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 like Chris, you know, in the shower, have a hand towel Ridiculous. right nearby, you know, the window open and don't worry about the neighbors. There you go. Those, those, think, are the, those I are think the, that's, the pieces there. Yeah. That's another self-help book I'm going to have to write. <laughs> Prepare don't worry yourself about the neighbors. to be ridiculous. Be yeah. ridiculous. Or don't worry about the neighbors might be a great yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> because yeah. I'm going for a walk and talking about all this crazy stuff in the story while I'm walking through the neighborhood. So, you know. Yeah. Well, it, it's particular, you know, uh, those of us who, who were uh, born into the era prior to earbuds and things like that, when you saw people talking to apparently themselves, you had you had different reactions. Nowadays, yeah, it's got it's people have now. earbuds in. You know, you, you can be talking about anything to anybody, uh, even though it may appear that you're alone. So either way, uh, again, <laughs> rounding it off, yeah, take, really take an accounting amazing. of what you've managed order. to do this year, okay? Yes. Take an accounting of what you managed to do this year. Uh, give yourself a break, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for moving forward. Uh, start to strategize what you need to do going forward from here. And right. also going back to something else that Chris was talking about, you know, publishers not being, you know, not looking, you know, anxiously and, and, and uh, aggressively right now for, for material. I'm going to I'm going to take a risk and say, yes, in general, that's true, but it doesn't stop you from doing something that Chris has, has mentioned today and has also mentioned in previous episodes about looking for open calls. Yeah, yeah, because you know, because those guys want it. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can scan girls, for that. Yeah, yeah, scan for that. And even if you don't have anything now, mm-hmm. or you don't have anything that you want to work on right now, being aware that this yeah. is something people are looking for, right, might stimulate some ideas. And again, yes. just make a note. Make a note. And and 
again, you know, all groups are being uh, included in open calls now. There are more calls that I'm seeing that are taking the time out in the open call to say authors of color, Mm -hmm. um, uh, LBGDQ, you know, um, alternate lifestyles, um, other religions uh, are all heavily encouraged to apply. Yeah. If the editors are making that effort, they're knocking on your door. If that fits you, it gives you an edge. Yeah. You know, if they're asking for a specific group and you're in that group, it's not a trick. It's an opportunity. And I'll, you know? I'll go even one step further and be daring here because of something else dun, we've dun, talked dun. about on several episodes. If you're not of that group, but you have some quality material that you'd like to submit that applies to that group, take a shot. Hmm. Because you will learn from it one way or the other. Well, I, I, I heard some interesting things recently. I was taking a class, um, oh, you know, getting an agent, getting published, that kind of class. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a, you know, this is one of these classes where there's uh, somewhere between 120 and 500 people on oh, the geez, Zoom. You know, people, some yeah. crazy nonsense like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's going to be no reunion on this yeah. class. <laughs> they are all so, get their hands up, yeah. Yeah, so one guy, um, and I only know because he identified himself as a guy, um, he put in for a question. It was like you put the chat question in caps there. And his was, um, they, we were talking about opportunities. People of color are are being sought after right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and make out of that whatever you want. It looks to me like opportunity. Um, but this guy wrote, he says, I'm a cis white guy. Uh, but I've written a, um, I think it was a black gay character. Uh, should I take this as the opportunity you're talking about? Should I take it, uh, as the same opportunity? And the teacher was like, Oh no, you, you can't submit that right now. I found that shocking. You know, especially all the time we spent on this show talking about that. Um, sight unseen, don't listen to people like that. You know, if they're telling you the, sh- the story that they haven't read from you shouldn't be handed in, yeah, how would let, you? Let me, let me, let me just right? add to that. Let me just add to that by saying there is this. A knee, there's, there's a portion of the community that's knee-jerk. Yeah. You don't want to work with those people. But let me also let me also say that another viewpoint of that, and I'm not pro that at all, and Chris knows this. Another yeah. viewpoint of that is this. Back in the 50s in particular, but there were times in the 40s as well, 40s and 50s, let's just be inclusive, there were um, black artists and writers who had to submit their work and make sure that nobody knew that they were black. Mm-hmm. Now, once the work was in and published, there wasn't, uh, oh, wait a minute, I'm reading this and I can tell it was written by a black person. There wasn't any of that. It was only if they were seen, if someone visibly saw that that was handed in by a person of color, that it would automatically not be okay. 
Right, which is... And so I don't want to go back to that. Right. Subsequently, I cannot promote the latter. I just can't. Right. I, I agree. Now, had I answered that guy himself, I would have said, you know, if it's the best work you have, send it in. But just like I don't write uh, Blackjack with the same nuance of the black experience that you do. I mean, if you look at your blackjack stories, my blackjack stories, you know, my blackjack stories are kind of like die hard, right? It's (laughs) action, 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 um, with a little bit of that well-researched. You can write with more authority. And I think what was going to happen with that guy, and I wish him best of luck, but I think his next two, um, a, 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 an actual black gay person who has written from that experience, I know which one's going to get the leg up because mm. they're going to write with more authority. And that, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't yeah. be allowed to get up to the plate. It doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't. Exactly. I think that if the editor is reading the, the material from two authors and one is and one isn't, and they're reading and the work speaks for itself, that's what they should go with. Now, if it's a case of, and I, I'm just going to qualify this by saying, I do know that some people will say there are not a lot of opportunities for people in this category to get published, so I'm going to lean a little bit more in their direction to give them these opportunities. That's another level of thinking. But it, it's not the same as saying, oh, your writing isn't as good. It's your writing is good, their writing is good, but you have more opportunities in other fields and they don't, right. so I'm going to give them this extra leg right. up. That but might be the This thing. particular person oh. said, sight unseen, you can't submit that right yeah, now. Yeah, well, and, and again, I, that's this is a that lot. person's I, per- prejudice is coming yeah, through there. <laughs> that's, that's a bridge too far for me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it came across, this is the last point on this topic, yeah. and then we'll go wherever you want. It came across... Um, Coney Island. Uh, well, there's, again, something that Mark Bernard, and I, I really like the way this guy thinks, um, he mentioned... Um, you know, one of the big things going on in our era right now is cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm, I can't get behind cancel culture, but I can get behind consequence culture. But, you know, you're free to do whatever you want to do, say what you want to do. Rather than cancel, there will be consequences. Maybe mm-hmm. everyone will... Uh, stop following you and block you, or, you know, maybe they won't go to your movie, you know, or whatever. That's the consequence of, I mean, if you don't like the show, don't buy a ticket, you know? I saw The Eternals this weekend, um, and no spoilers, nothing like that, but it is a very inclusive, inclusive movie, and that added to my enjoyment. But there's a part of America that's not going to enjoy that movie because of that. Well, that's okay. There's a lot of movies out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. I like just the saw show, the Prince Dispatch. I just saw now, the Prince was, Dispatch. This you, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it, even though I'm not French. <laughs> that's right. See, that's that's the expansiveness of Alex Simmons, ladies and gentlemen. But I do believe that you know, like this guy, he wants to uh, uh, submit this book. Go ahead, and the yeah. consequence may be, yeah, we can't. You know, it's not right for us right now. Don't take it personally. That company doesn't want to publish that book right now. Yeah. It's nothing personal. That's, you know, 
Okay. And if you really believe in it, then you're going to keep sending it out somewhere until you find a home. Absolutely. You should never, ever, ever be told, no, you can't do that right now. Yeah. That's, you know, that's when we go, we're going backwards. And, and we, we ain't doing we that. We need to move forward. We ain't yeah. doing that. And, and that is our message for uh, this particular episode as we've moved forward to 2022. Yes. And again, in order to move forward, take, a, take an accounting of what you've done so far, strategize what you need to do going forward, give yourself some scheduled time. And, and I know it says, I can't find the time. No, make the time. You, we take gave you a way to find time. the time. Right. Exactly. Right? We gave you a way to assess all of this professionally, not emotionally. Yep. Do yep. that. Yep. 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 And, and then let us know what happens, please. You know, we got email address. We've got comment sections. You can, yep. you can watch our, our magnificent countenance uh, on YouTube, or you That's can listen right. to us on your, on your, your various audio devices and either way, reach out and let us know what's happening for you and what mm-hmm. you'd like us to talk about. And we will continue to talk about it absolutely because you can't stop us from talking because that's what we do. That's who that's we right. be. <laughs> okay. well, could be. You can't cancel us, but you can <laughs> give us a consequence. That's right. <laughs> one way or the other. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Chris and Alex, the Just Us episode for November. Yes. And I got to tell you. The special guest star episode is coming up. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. It's so good, it's going to feel like a holiday. Wait a minute, that may (laughs) just be the time we go live with it. Um, But yeah, and you know, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, just be prepared, be prepared. Might might see hints, we don't know. But uh, yeah, we're really excited about that, and that's coming up this month. What a way to start the holidays, don't you think? Yeah, I think it's right, I, I think I think I think I think I think you're right. Uh, 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 there you uh, go, uh, sir. Okay. All right, so uh, Chris, as always, a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Thank you, thank you, folks. Again, keep those cards and letters coming. <laughs> yes. And uh see you next time. Peace. <laughs>